Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. You're with Bharati Jagdish and Timothy Go. Now, countries at UN talks in Uruguay in December discussed a future global plastics treaty which would cut pollution with the hope of doing so entirely by 2040. And this comes as many states are calling for curbs on plastic production as a way to reach that goal. Well, according to the United Nations Environment Program, the equivalent of a garbage truck of plastic is dumped into the ocean every single minute. And this, of course, threatens biodiversity, damages marine ecosystems, while greenhouse gas emissions associated with plastics are expected to reach 6.5 billion tons by the year 2050. Now, several country delegations at the talks voice support for a treaty cracking down on plastic production. It's a move that, of course, is opposed by the plastics and petrochemical industries. Here in Singapore, though, we are doing our part to reduce plastic usage. A new hawker centre, first in Singapore, to use fully 100% biodegradable and compostable packaging and zero plastic single-use disposable boxes, opened in Sembawang. And this is in line with the Green Plan 2030 with a hope to convert more hawker centres as well. To talk more about this effort and the roadmap towards zero plastic at our hawker centres, we're being joined now by Kelly Tan. She's Managing Director of iGreen. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for inviting me to the show. Now, Kelly, before we get into what's going to be happening in the future, let's talk about what exactly we're dealing with. I mean, we must remember that it's not just about disposal, is it? The manufacturing process matters as well. And you guys will probably have to do a life cycle analysis of the different types of material. This would include production, distribution, transportation, waste collection, treatment, end-of-life disposal. A few years ago, people thought paper bags were more environmentally friendly (laughs) than plastic, right? But then we had some studies that showed that the carbon footprint of paper was actually larger if you consider the entire life cycle. Against this backdrop, perhaps you could compare the carbon footprint of plastics with the carbon footprint of the biodegradable materials that you're talking about. We used to think that plastic is more biodegradable, but... As manufacturers, we do know that actually plastics, um, paper food packaging is lined in PE plastics to make it waterproof. You see, once you put your soup inside, it becomes uh, soggy. So definitely there is some form of plastics in paper packaging. So what iGreen solution is, is not to replace plastics with paper. We have our own materials, several materials depending on the customer's requirements, whether would they like to put salad inside or soup or gravy. We have different materials, but basically our materials are made from bamboo fiber. Mm. And with that entire life cycle analysis, you do come to the conclusion that this is much better than regular plastic, right? Okay, so so we have several stages in plan under our company to meet the big um, food manufacturing customers of ours because actually we, we do have a plan and project with them but it has to be step by step. So the first step for them is to switch away from plastics because if they do not do that, we cannot reach the end of the cycle. Mm-hmm. Then the second cycle, we will do the carbon emissions um, analysis for them and then the third cycle will be launched next year. That will be something um, of a project for us and our customers. So Kelly, how can you convince people then, hawkers, customers and everyone else who are involved to switch to a more biodegradable? Takeaway box when it costs a lot more. 
than what we are already paying for as well when we go and you know yeah. to to hawker centers yeah. when we use styrofoam we don't have to pay extra but mm. if they're yeah. putting it in plastic containers it's 20 to 30 cents more and for biodegradable up to 80 cents more that's quite a lot okay yes okay let me address this issue right mm-hmm. okay basically for the canberra hawker center i think that the news actually this is a very minority case because actually if we read the news in that right there is only the one store which is the korean store he is the only hawker center that charged 80 cents okay when he charged 80 cents on the first day of the hawker center when we did not even invoice him so i think this comes this boils down to a few reasons mm. because uh, firstly there is um there are people trying to profit on green initiatives okay? okay that is one thing to do with business ethics which are uh, even be it i agree we don't agree because our prices are very very low i mean if we want to talk about the prices of sustainable packaging for us as a manufacturer we price it the same price as plastic and that is why the hawker center management is willing to partner mm. with us you know we can persuade them to partner with us because if the packaging industry is very competitive okay secondly i would like to um take some time to have some patience and understanding towards the vendors as well because mm. some of them we must know that they are not singaporeans Mm. And for us, we know that, you know, all along we used to pay zero for, for packaging takeaway. Exactly. Yes. Now we start to pay 10, 20, 30 cents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the maximum we can go is 30 cents. But okay. the thing is that we must understand that some of these vendors, they are not Singaporeans. So they do not know that they, this is a, it is a very unique hawker culture of us that we mm. can only pay up to 20 to 30 cents. If you ask any Singaporeans to pay more than that, I think, you know, They'll walk away and me, go somewhere no. else, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And the thing is that for them to try to make a 50 cents profit, you know, from 30 cents or 20 cents packaging, I think it's too much because even as manufacturers, we only make a mere few cents. It's very natural that people will walk away from such pricing mm. by, the, by the shop. Yes. You know, something else that's been brought up, Kelly, in the Singapore context yes. is that Singapore incinerates plastic waste before putting it in landfills. If we're talking about plastic bags, for instance, we don't face the land and water pollution that some other countries do. So where waste is incinerated in a country like Singapore, even the timeline of biodegradation of paper, cotton and other biodegradable materials, some people say is irrelevant. So how do you make this bamboo packaging relevant in the context of Singapore? Mm, yes, I think that is a that is a major problem that iGreen is trying to solve because our purpose is that we are less money-driven, but rather we are very purpose-driven in our company. Okay, so let me bring to, bring to light the news this year that um, one-third of domestic waste disposed in Singapore is packaging waste, and this includes half of plastics. Mm. Okay, so this is a very serious problem. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to solve it is that that will be, for us, our company, that will be stage three. We have to launch it later on, not right now. It's in the works. But for the first step is to start using our material. But uh, if some of the authorities even are saying that, you know, we don't really have to worry too much about certain types of plastic packaging because they are incinerated anyway, how do you counter that? Okay, let me let me explain to you that we can remove the packaging from incineration. That is one of our plans in iGreen. Mm. We will divert the packaging waste away, but that one maybe uh, we can talk about it next year again. Okay, so the thing <laughs> There's is that, a lot of wait, talking okay, about okay, things next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. But okay, let me explain to you why our materials are different from plastic. Plastics, the moment you use it for a single use and you throw it away, it stays on the planet forever, right? Okay. Whereas when we talk about biodegradable and compostable packaging, it has the potential to disappear from the earth. Mm. You okay, take okay. Our packaging. But, but this yes. was something that uh, one of our ministers at that time 
Singapore's Senior Minister of State for Environment and Water Resources, Amy Kaur, said that we also have to consider, and she was talking about plastic bags, that we incinerate plastic waste. Does that help in any way? Okay, yes. I, I have to let you know that mm. um, when talking about packaging and trying to solve the packaging problem, the, mm. the plastic pollution, you have to talk to plastic manufacturers like us. Mm. You know, sustainable packaging manufacturers, not just a distributor. And I think that there are a lot of um, uh, misconceptions and uh, insufficient knowledge about plastics. Mm. Plastics is a material that is very difficult to replace because it is durable, it is waterproof. You know, in many aspects of life, mm-hmm. we cannot eliminate plastics and we use it every day. Okay? So, so in order to solve this problem, the government organizations have to talk to the manufacturers of our materials that we R&D to solve this problem. So going back to your biodegradable material made of bamboo fiber, uh, you mentioned, how durable are they? Because we went through, still going through the use of paper straws in some places, and those paper straws don't last very long in drinks and you end up having to replace them wasting more paper straws in, in the process. So for, for this biodegradable containers that you have, can they handle hot soup? Yes, yes, they can. So we have several materials that have several properties, different properties according to the customer's requirements. Okay. So yes, plastic is very difficult to replace. It is Plastic packaging is almost impossible to replace. So the moment that we manage to convert Canberra Hawker Centre into 100% sustainable packaging, I think that is a very great milestone for our company because firstly, um, plastics and styrofoams are very, very cheap. They are very low cost and cost is the bottom line of every F&B company. Mm-hmm. So as, as long as the cost do not is higher than plastics, nobody is willing to switch to sustainable packaging. So how, how do we do it? Firstly, it's the materials that we use. It can replace plastic. It's not paper. Okay. Okay. Although we call it bamboo fiber, but it's very different from the other uh, suppliers in the market because this is our own R&D material, it's our own trademark material. So we do it in a way where it can replace plastics completely and reduce carbon emissions. Okay, so how do you still keep costs down? We um, look into every aspect of our operating costs. We mm-hmm. cut our operating costs by half. And with that, we have a lot of cost savings which we pass on to consumers. Okay, So for us... Um, in general, why biodegradable packaging is still 200 to 500% more expensive than petroleum plastics, raw material. That is why, in general, if you look for other suppliers, you'll realize that, okay, they price biodegradable materials more expensive than plastic because it's very normal. But for our company, what we do is that we cut costs in our entire operations and with the cost savings, we match the price of plastic, we make lesser margin, we have a purpose, and we fulfill the purpose of delivering sustainable packaging and getting our customers to switch away from plastic. Okay, so you were talking about the various stages of your development. Uh, Give us a sneak preview of what's next. Okay, let's just um, put it this way that we are working with some uh, government-linked companies, okay, because they do have an idea of uh, what they want. So we have uh, some machines coming up. We are going to open a factory this year. And we will be able to um, shift the packaging instead of being incinerated. We will shift it into our machine. All right, Kelly, thank you very much for sharing that with us. Uh, Kelly Tan, Managing Director of iGreen, talking about biodegradable takeaway boxes that is available now in Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.